0: Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle, first podcast of 2022. So if you listened to our last pod, episode 542, we said we were maybe going to sneak in one or two more. Spoiler alert, we didn't. And by one or two more sneaking in, I meant in 2021. But here we are, hushed tones, not a Saturday morning, actually a Thursday morning, in the studio. Still need to be a little quiet because it's it's relatively early. The sun is just coming up. We got a few things to say. Keep in mind, the seventh anniversary of the filibuster Freestyle is coming up later this month. So we're very excited about that. We just hit 400,000 downloads. So we thank people on social media, but let's thank everybody who's listening. Really appreciate that. Couldn't hit the theme song real quick, so make sure you subscribe, rate, and review filibuster freestyle wherever you get your podcasts tell a few friends as well but anyway speaking of thanking people listening after we hit the theme song i'm going to tell you places listening and then we'll go from there we got some good stuff to talk about today Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster mm-hmm. freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Mm-hmm. Filibuster freestyle. Mm-hmm. Filibuster freestyle. Mm-hmm. All right, so places is listening. Theme song is in the books. By the way, Happy New Year. Talking about the first podcast of 2022. Don't even think I said it. So, anyway, I hope you're enjoying the first week here of 2022. Number one country listening once again. It's been like over two years in a row. Really appreciate it. Viva la France, number one. United States, number two. Italy, UK, Germany tied for third. And kind of a light week for countries because honestly, Canada and Pakistan round out the countries listening here in the last seven days. It had been bigger before. I think we had shouted out Nairobi, Kenya as the number one city listening a couple weeks ago. Anyway, thank you to all these countries, all these places. This week and every week. And again, we'll go from there. Uh, Also, want to take a quick unofficial sponsor break. Uh, Back to the inside of the Dove Chocolate Secrets Wrappers. Uh, so last week we were doing, or two weeks ago, whatever it was, 10 days ago, we were doing the dark chocolate version. I did find a couple of new slogans in the milk chocolate version, so we'll read a couple of those off for you as well. Some folks like that. Again, unofficial sponsor of the week being Dove Chocolate and uh, the, the pithy, quasi-inspirational quotes that come on the inside of the wrappers when you open the individually wrapped candies. So, and I'll tell you what happened. So, obviously, ate the entire bag of the dark chocolate ones. And we happened to have a bag of the milk chocolate ones as well. Shout out to my parents for throwing in some stocking stuffers for myself and Cindy Harrington at Christmas. So, anyway, happened to open the milk chocolate bag second. And while some of the quotes are absolutely recycled from the dark chocolate bag found a couple of new ones at least. So from Joanne G in California, be the sculptor of your dreams. Tell you what, when I open up a candy bar and pop one in my mouth, that's the kind of extra motivation I need. Thank you, Joanne. And then of course the ubiquitous, you got this from Alicia H in Washington. Again, doesn't specify the state or the district of Columbia. Either way, We got this. And you know what? What the heck? I'm not here to rain on that parade. I appreciate what Dove's trying to do. Here's the thing. Especially with the market demographic that I think Dove is going after with this particular brand of candy. You got a little bit of time to sneak in a little bit of chocolate and feel a little bit of good in the middle of your workday, taking care of your children, taking care of whomever. And yeah, maybe a little comment to try to appreciate it and get your mind right isn't such a bad thing. So I know I've been having a little fun with the bags of candy the last couple weeks, but at the same time, you know what? I'm talking about it, and I don't believe I am the actual target demographic, except for big sucker for chocolate, especially dark chocolate, so... At the end of the day, I am a target demographic and I happen to be gaining some enrichment. So thank you very much, Dove, and to those people who wrote in, even if you're not real and you're just made up names with quotes that Dove made up themselves. Whatever. It's all good. It's all good, unofficial sponsor of the week. Let's turn to the sport of tennis, the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic banned from participating in the Australian Open. We think. So for those of you who don't know, Djokovic has been a pretty vehement anti-vaxxer since the beginning of the pandemic and since the beginning of the vaccines coming out. Um, He's been rather mysterious about his vaccine status in the last, certainly in the last four or five months. But Australia has very strict entry laws into the country, and they're requiring players to have Vaccination status, be fully vaccinated. So today is Thursday. I believe as late as Tuesday of this week, January 4th, Djokovic had said that he'd gotten a medical exemption from the Australian Open and the territory or state, if you will, uh, I think of Victoria, which is where Melbourne is. So one of Australia's, I think, seven or eight states or provinces, territories, if you will. One of the provinces was like, sure, medical exemption, Australian Open is in, our, is in our province. Sure. Federal government, essentially, of Australia, prime minister got involved. They basically said, no, your visa is not correct. Your application is not correct. You applied for the wrong kind of visa by virtue of seeking a medical exemption. And of course, that's just some technical mumbo jumbo that basically means not up in here. And uh, it looks like the world number one who is tied for all-time most majors by a men's player with Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer at 20, Novak Djokovic, is not going to be able to seek his record-breaking 21st Grand Slam title at the 22 Australian Open. And I believe he already has the record for most Australian Open titles, which means he's not going to get a chance to extend his record there either. Wild stuff that could have easily been avoided with a free vaccination. Also, for for the conspiracy theory folks out there, this guy's a hundred millionaire times over probably. Even if the vaccine made you sick, even if the vaccine was a microchip that isn't actually the cell phone that we all carry around that lets people follow us around all day. You've got a team of people who could help you through it, dude. So again, for a free vaccine, you're going to miss it. And I actually want to point out something interesting. Djokovic should already have at least 21 grand slams. He was going to win the 2020 U.S. Open. He got defaulted when he angrily hit a ball that struck an official in the throat. And I'm only laughing because it was the dumbest thing ever. It was dumb luck, but also he got kicked out of a tournament he was going to win. And then last year had trouble in the Olympics going for a Golden Slam, and then didn't even finish the Grand Slam calendar deal at the U.S. Open. So he's basically blown the U.S. Open once out of frustration and petulance in the second time and not getting it done. But this guy could easily have 21, 22 Grand Slams already. And now he's you know he's absolutely the favorite in this Grand Slam. It's his, basically his home Grand Slam in terms of he, he's won it the most out of anybody. He's won it at least the last last year, I think last two years in a row, maybe more. I haven't done the research on that. Crack Research Team's still in bed. It's early, like I said. And here you have Djokovic, the favorite, no Federer, no Nadal, the favorite to break the all-time Grand Slam men's record, and he didn't get his visa in order. And the best part is the provincial government and the Australian Open decided they were going to cave, and then the Australian people rightfully said, wait a minute, that's not fair, we don't care who you are, you have to follow our rules, and the federal government stepped in. So, Djokovic wonders why he's not universally loved, despite his greatness, the way that Nadal and Federer are, there are many reasons, this just happens to be another one of said reasons. What else do we got? Give me one second, we'll find out. First of all, Book of Boba Fett's out, Star Wars vehicle. Boba Fett Unbelievably iconic Star Wars figure, had I think four lines in the first three original Star Wars movies, four lines in three movies, and I think six minutes or so of screen time or less, something crazy like that, and he became an iconic cult following type figure, and here we are 45 years later, and Boba Fett's finally got his own show, The Book of Boba Fett. Our buddy Jeremy Johnson happens to work on the crew on that show as a set dresser, and uh, we'll talk to Jeremy about it soon. But it's good. First two episodes, really good. Check it out if you have Disney Plus. Um, not one, but two cousins of Job of the Hutt show up in episode number two. That gives you a sense of what we're dealing with here. Highly recommend. Check it out. Told you the Patriots weren't done. They have made the playoffs officially. One game left in the regular season here. To see if they can keep the momentum going. Also, want to get Dan O'Brien in the pot even more now. I referenced this a week or two ago. Want to get Dan on the pod more now because the Philadelphia Eagles have very quietly put together a playoff season of their own, and they've made the playoffs. So we're going to get into that too at some point with our guy Dan O'Brien. What can I do to finish the show off? Oh, almost forgot. Glad I put some notes down. Netflix, the sensation of March 2020, Tiger King. There's been a couple of spinoff derivative documentary pieces from that, quote, now, franchise. So There was kind of like a, a reboot, a second Tiger King where they kind of updated things Where they had been since the documentary ended I have not watched that yet But there's a three episode documentary series Limited series On Doc Antle Kevin, Bhagavan, Doc Antle I'm not going to ruin it for you I want you to go watch it To say this You can, okay Joe Joe Exotic, the star of Tiger King The protagonist slash antagonist Main character of Tiger King he comes off in many ways in what was an, inter- an, an, an international <laughs> sensation on Netflix two years ago, in 2020. He comes off in a lot of ways, including very negatively. Let me just point it this way for you, why you should watch the Doc Antle one. It actually makes you think Joe Exotic's a better person than you probably left Tiger King thinking he was, and it doesn't make him a good person magically or anything like that and there's a lot of lot of problems with joe exotics treatment of people and animals the laws etc but doc bhagavan doc antel first name kevin doesn't let people know that he basically says hold my beer and in three episodes what an absolute piece of human waste he appears to be by virtue of this three part uh three episode miniseries on Netflix. Check it out. We'll talk about it at some point soon. But Doc Antle, I think I had actually said to Andrew Patterson or somebody at the early part of the pandemic, they should do one on Doc Antle. Now that they have done one, I actually, well, I'm glad they did because I know he's such a piece of crap, but I wish they hadn't because he does not deserve to be in the limelight at all based on any of the things we learned in this. Anyway, quick one today, filibuster freestyle. But thanks for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. Hope you're doing well in the new year. And just remember, as we approach the uh, January 6th date, in fact, we're here today, I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this. All I'm going to say is uh, democracy is not a given. Democracy is not free. Democracy is not easy. We have to fight for it. And we are 365 days removed from the, an incredibly glaring example of exactly why you can't sit silently And let people take your democracy away because they will try. And somebody else isn't going to do it. Everybody has to be willing to do it. More on that later maybe, but just on this anniversary of a date that will and should live in infamy relative to the democracy, the actual democracy in this country and the hopefulness that we can perpetuate it for another 250 plus years-ish. I know we're older than 250. We're approaching 250, my bad. We're getting close though. Regardless, if you want another two centuries plus of democracy, it is not, it is not a given. You got to fight for it. Filibuster Freestyle, thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we will see you very soon again here in 22. One more time, happy new year.